Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The IDP Pro Players Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. And right now, bet $100 at WinBET and get a $100 free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Without further ado, here are your hosts, senior IDP analysts, Johnny the Greek and the IDP tipster. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. I am your host, Johnny the Greek. Good to see everybody or hear everybody or talk to everybody. Gary, what's up, man? How are things? It, it's cool, man. Actually sitting here and I just probably missed a draft pick or two. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that draft we were starting a while ago before I had technical difficulties? Well, yeah. I auto-picked, man, in my own damn league. That's okay. How'd you do? Do you like your team? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see what I landed. I, I guess it could have been worse and got a backup Dak Prescott. I uh, already had Justin Hubert. And that, hey, that's I, okay. And I got my first tee with Hutchison. So, and that was in the twelfth uh, round. I've only taken two IDP right now. I'm applying some of that stuff that uh, we preach, folks. Yeah, you we're waiting, right? Yep, yep. Build the we're, offense. Yeah, we've got a couple of leagues we're going to be talking about, and I'm drafting one of them right now. Beautiful. Good yep. stuff. Well, we've got a lot to get into this week, and we're going to start with a little bit of news. We've decided that we're going to add this each episode, and we're going to target it towards the stuff we talk about, the uh, the top-tier guys, the most important guys, the guys for those shallow to medium leagues. We're not going to get into the weeds with this uh, for you guys, but there are some important things that have been happening. We talked about them recently, uh, Roquan, uh, Shaquille, Darius Leonard, things like that. So let's cover a little bit of news that happened in this past week. First things first, Derwin James, there was uh, some concern about him not signing his deal, but that's done with. He signed today, $76 million deal. He is the top paid safety in the NFL. He's coming back from shoulder surgery. Will be A-OK for week one. Uh, there's no concern about a holdout or any shenanigans. He is ready to rock and roll. That is great news. Yep. He deserves it. Yes, sir. So we're looking good there. Uh, yep. m- moving on to some other news. So, with uh, Jonas Griffith, who's a name we have not talked about much because he's a little deeper in the weeds, uh, linebacker on the Broncos, hurt and gone for a minute. Joe Schobert, who is a pretty common name in IDP land uh, as a former Steelers linebacker, former Jacksonville Jaguars linebacker, uh, consistent IDP piece for the last five years plus, uh, has signed in Denver and has some potential to be probably LB3-ish uh, in most in most leagues, I would think, um, starting next to Josie Jewell or playing next to Josie Jewell. Uh, so that's, that's pretty fairly important. What's your take on that? I don't know. He's going to be mentioned in his drop-by-sell here 
<laughs> to do in a minute. So <laughs> okay, I I, I'm going to bite my tongue, man. I'm not excited though. No, oh, me either. He's just mm-hmm. a guy, but but he's mm-hmm. just a guy that always ends up playing significant snaps, or it has for the last half decade or so. So you know, we'll get into that a little bit. But that yep. is that is new. Yep. Uh, also new, I checked uh, literally four hours ago, um, and nothing new on the Roquan Smith or Shaquille Darius Leonard updates. Uh, what I did read was that the Bears are unlikely to find the trade price that they're looking for, which is a first. Uh, according, according to a couple NFL sources and um, you know analysts, the price right now, if they traded him, would be a third in next year's draft and a fourth the year after, which is garbage for mm-hmm. Roquan Smith. Mm-hmm. But the other, other part of this problem is, is the salary he's asking for is about $20 million a year at linebacker, which is wide receiver money, not linebacker money. Uh, so you got to find a team that has that money is willing to pay it, make him the top paid linebacker in the NFL. And will cough up at least like a first for the bears or, you know, at minimum a second or something. So finding trade partners is hard, but even with that, you know, out there in part of the uh, equation here, there are up to 13 teams that are interested, according to reports, with the leaders in the clubhouse at the moment being the Cardinals, Texans, Steelers, uh, and the Washington Commanders. Okay, so not a rebuild for the Cardinals, so it would make sense there. Texans are a rebuild. Steelers are a rebuild. Washington is always a rebuild. Uh, so I think Arizona would make sense, but they, they've they got Zayvon Collins. They've got Simmons. They just got, um, what's his face? Nick Vigil. I don't, I don't know if they need to, you know, drop $20 million for a linebacker. Yeah. I, I don't see that happening with any of those. Um, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Anybody with a contender mentality's already got their lineups, you know, or got mm-hmm. their rosters set up. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to bite right now. Yeah, it's it's injury, rough. maybe injury, but I kind of man, it would have to be like serious injury to top dog somewhere because a lot of teams just do not pay these guys that way. Right. It's, it's like, uh, they're like the running backs of, of, uh, the defense basically when it comes to, to pay and availability and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's definitely tough. Um, what I have seen though, is that in the last like 20 something years, uh, there've only been a handful of guys that actually hold out, hold out, um, like Lev Bell did a few years ago. So if it comes down to it, I think he'll play just to collect a paycheck, but, uh, I don't, I don't want to have to rely on that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not really sure uh, what else to make of it at the moment. We shall see. We'll keep you all informed. And then uh, Shaquille Darius Leonard, no updates. Uh, it's still, you know, big old question mark for when he's going to be available. He is on the PUP currently. So that's probably week four, week six, somewhere in there. So you won't have him at the start of the season, but that's not news right there. Hmm. Okie dokie. So before we get into our main event tonight, let's take a quick break and make sure that everyone that you guys are checking out winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N bet.com. They just released their first hot quarterback with five touchdowns prop bets. So check this out. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time for new customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. 
Plus the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from, all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYNNBet to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Do you want to know why I switched to OddsTracker.com, the number one site for all your game day bets? I switched because I can now compare all the major sports books odds on all my favorite teams and players in one spot. And they got it all. Handicapping play-by-play updates, live scores, and bet tracking with all the statistics you'll ever want. So do what I did and stop chasing the odds for all the major sports books and get it all at oddstrader.com slash bluewire. I bet you'll love it too. That's OddsTrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Alrighty, let's get into our main topic for this week. We're gonna do some buy, sell, drop. We don't. I, I don't trade. We don't trade. We drop. Right. Mm-hmm. We we shit can. We airlock. We don't. We don't drop. Right. Or, excuse me. We don't trade. <laughs> or or I start packaging things. You know, throw them on. Like if I got a deal or if I got something. You know, that's why we're gonna go through this list backwards. Is I, I I'd rather set up how I'm either gonna make space or what I'm getting rid of. Yeah, it's a different take on, uh, a, you know, a uh, category or a uh, segment that everyone's done. So we're going to do a mm-hmm. little bit different. Let's start with the drops. Gary, who's your first drop? Let's see. Well, Joe Skolbert must will come right off the top there. I mean, at this point, he's not going to rebound. Um, he's not going to rebound in Denver. I mean, they really like that Griffith kid. And, you know, they still are and hammered with Josie Jewell. Right. So, I mean, unless there's another injury, which we can't take that off the table, he, he's just, he's waiver wire meat right now. And I don't think you're going to be able to get any kind of real value out of them. So, you know, and especially like standard size leagues, you know, if you've been holding on to them, you might as well move on to one of these rookies or, you know, one of these deeper flyers you might hear about. Yeah, someone with a little more upside. I hear you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Schobert's Sh- just a guy. Um, you know, in deeper leagues, he's going to be a warm body guy for whatever the length of that injury is to Griffith. But but that's it. The, the future is not bright. Um, he how many teams did he visit before he got this uh, deal in Denver? There there were a bunch. Yeah, I think New Orleans was one. Yeah, there yeah. was. There was a few. Yeah, so you know, mm-hmm. it's it's not like he's a hot commodity at the moment. No, he he's a he's always been a run stopper, and is you know you, nowadays you got to be able to cover. They really want these nickel back and these you know coverage type linebackers more than anything. He's uh he's kind of ran his course. He's had a great career though, considering. Yeah, for IDP production, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There was there were some years in Jacksonville where he put up hundred plus tackles, and uh, we'll take mm-hmm. that. Yep. We we know one thing. He took the production in the middle of Cleveland's defense with him when he left. Yeah, right. This is true. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. he there was that year where it was like him, Preston Brown, and Blake Martinez all led the league in combined tackles. I remember yeah. that. It was like yeah. 20, 2017 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh way in the past now. Yes, it is. <laughs> Brown's not even in the league. 
Yeah, I hear you. Uh, yep. All right, so my right. first my first drop is going to be Devin Bush, uh, Steelers linebacker, Michigan guy. Was all kinds of hyped. It, remember, we used to have those Devin Bush or Devin White arguments uh, the year of that rookie draft. Yeah, yeah. There, there are none anymore. There are no, no arguments about that. No. Yeah, problem solved. <laughs> Problem solved, right? Problem so Devin, solved. Devin Bush ended up being hot garbage, and part of that is his twenty-seven point two uh, PFF rush run defending grade, which is terrible. It's red. Red is bad. Uh, his pass defense isn't much better at fifty-two point six. That's yellow, which is almost as bad. His playing time is not great. He tops out at around seventy percent of snaps a game. Um, and he's just never been great. He's injury prone. He has off field issues. I remember he got in some trouble last year for making fun of gamers of all people. Um, mm -hmm. just, just got trouble, trouble all around. And this was a guy that cost you an arm and a leg in rookie drafts, uh, his, uh, rookie season. So, um, I'm done. I've airlocked him the few places I had him and, uh, I'm all set and nothing to add to that. It's a no brainer. Yes, sir. Who you got for your second guy? I'll go ahead and go with Ryan Logan. I, I've been saying it over and over. Maybe you might have heard me on getting defensive. He's been pretty well shoved to the third safety position. Edwards has taken over. Mm -hmm. um, he's not worth anything. Uh, it feels funny to say, to even mention drop a DB, but I just know that there are a lot of people out there that are looking at his production or perhaps even maybe on sleeper, the ADP that shows that he's up there. He, he's not up there, folks. No reason to draft him. Yeah, that's a crowded defense, too, in terms of like uh, tackle competition and stuff. I mean, Jesus, man, you got to get past Levante David and Devin White to even have a chance at a tackle in that secondary. Like, and you got Antoine Winfield Jr. there. I think it's good. I think the name recognition kind of has propped him up a little bit so far. Yeah, I've talked a lot about him, but I wanted to mention him again since we're, you know, now located here at the IDP Pros Player Pod. And uh, just make sure anybody that uh, hadn't heard me complain in the past that <laughs> you just might as well move on from there. Yeah, you know, I wanted to mention too, I I don't consider dropping any DLs usually, even if they might be long shots. You know what I mean? Because if, they long, if they're long shots and they're in a balanced league, I usually won't drop them. You know, maybe trade them a little bit, but I just wanted to mention I wouldn't, they would have never made this list. I, I'd probably use a decent DB before I go dropping a DL with upside, I suppose I could say. Yeah, yeah, right. And that's a positional scarcity thing. Like if you've gone and grabbed a defensive lineman for whatever reason, uh, waivers, draft, like there's something there, right? Like we're, mm -hmm. we're, we're just not getting the guys we have no interest in. And, the, you know, defensive back is so replaceable. There are so many of them that, uh, yeah, you could blow these guys out the airlock and start over lots right. of times. Yep. Right. It felt funny, man. I had, but I had to bring him up again. Yeah, no, I hear you. And it's, yeah, I've seen his ADP is still up there. So, um, you know, j just a side note, though, in uh, Yahoo, he does have uh, corner and safety eligibility. So it, as a corner, it, you know, it being a safety three, that's a different story, but that's an advanced thing. So pretend like mm -hmm. I didn't just say that. 
Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My second guy is going to be Jabril Jabril Gerbil Peppers, mm-hmm. uh, Patriots safety with his fifty nine point three PFF rush defense grade. That's the best thing he does, and it's not that great. It's mm-hmm. it's y- yellow. Uh, his pass defense is horrendous. He's terrible in coverage with fifty three point two grade. His playing time was never great in on the Giants, and now he's in New England. Right. Uh, the Patriots let Devin McCourty play every snap and that's it for the mm-hmm. entire defense. Uh, mm-hmm. This guy is not Devin McCourty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, if um, Duggar is going to max out at 80 ish percent of snaps, what makes us think Peppers is going to play more than uh, Duggar or uh, Adrian Phillips or any of these guys that are actually talented uh, or, or have been around for a minute? Right. Um mm-hmm. Peppers is also made of glass. Uh, most of his uh, production comes from punt returns, and who knows if he's even going to do that on the Patriots. I, I just don't see the appeal uh, at all. Even with some injuries, the only one that's overperforming in that position is probably D- Duggar. Yep. You know, it, I mean, Adrian it, Phillips will, but I, you know, uh, as a fan of Adrian Phillips, you know, he is kind of on his downside here. Yeah. He really doesn't have to. He's not being put in that position since Duger came up. Yeah, that's that's definitely the star. And then they trust McCordy um, yeah. you know, a yeah, lot. He's, he's not going nowhere. Right, so right. Peppers is going to be returning some punch probably. Depth player, see some rotational play. He's been on the downslide for a couple of years. You know, this shouldn't be a, a shock to some. But we are talking, you know, uh, some people that might have just be hearing his name recently or something. Yeah. Right. And we're in the middle of a lot of drafts and some of these drafts are, you know, have have wonky ADP that people mm-hmm. are looking are looking at. Um, I've seen all kinds of crazy stuff with that. And uh, we'll, we'll get into a couple more here on the list. But uh, that's that's my second guy. Gary, you got one more for us for a drop. Uh, who, who, our good buddy, Kenneth Murray. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. Murray, Murray, whatever yeah. that guy. Yep. Yeah. Insert Devin Bush. <laughs> and <laughs> it's even worse. I think because I mean, the, the organization or his DC is coach or whatever, they, they didn't draft him. So I, I really think that they're just ready to wash their hands. And I think when they got a hold of reader, that's open the door. As far as I know, he's still not practicing. But now you might be able to get something in a deeper league, but we're not necessarily talking about that. So, but in a standard league, you're probably going to be able to find you some little breakout or really great waiver wire pickup at the position. Anyways, there's no reason to hold on. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, right? So he was hyped a couple of years ago and that's maybe where people have heard of him is, uh, you know, the draft capital and, and the hype from a couple of years back when he was coming mm-hmm. in as a rookie. And it's just, mm-hmm. it just has not panned out in, in any way, shape or form. And nor does it look like it's going to, so it's just time to move on. Yeah. Yep. All righty. My last guy is going to be, um, it's, you know, Miami and New England and a couple other teams uh, really love to rotate it basically every position except like maybe a couple. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like so for Miami, you know, you know, Javon Holland and a couple of the corners, uh, Murphy and Xavier Howard and Emmanuel Agba on the line, uh, Jerome Baker at linebacker are going to play is, you know, their normal amount of snaps each week. Beyond that, you don't know what the hell's going on. And right. that's just that's just how Miami's defense is. Same deal with New England. They got a few guys that play the same amount of snaps and a bunch of them each week. Beyond that, you don't know what the hell's going on. Though mm-hmm. That is by design, right? Mm-hmm. That is 
That is them tweaking their defense as needed with whatever team comes to town that week so that they can be the best version of themselves to beat that team. With that in mind, I've seen some talk recently that uh, you told me this, actually, that Andrew Van Ginkle is being discussed as an option. Right. And that, is, that is just the baddiest thing I've heard in my life. Uh, so what would you use them for combined tackle guy? You got 70 total combined tackles last year. I could find that in waivers week two and not pay anything for it. Uh, that easily, uh, sacks four sacks total last year, mm -hmm. playing time, playing time fluctuated from less than half the snaps to about 70, 80%. And you never knew which one you were going to get. Throw on the whole idea that this is like the third or fourth time that he's been called a breakout candidate. I actually have heard this before. He's been in the league now four or five years. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure that like, you know, his second and third, maybe even going into his fourth. Let, let me let me ask you something, though. So mm -hmm. in the mo in the modern NFL, what do you need to do well to stay on the field as a linebacker uh, or a safety or a corner? Oh, coverage, tackling. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Right. Nailed it. Coverage. Okay. Coverage. Okay. Yep. So Andrew Van Ginkle's PFF coverage grade is 30.1, which mm. is horrendous. Yeah. Right. So right. that that limits his upside right there. That means that he can play some run defense and he can rush the passer for one of his four sacks sprinkled across all of 17 games last season. And right. that's it. That's all you're getting out of them. Uh, I'm good with that. Thank you. Uh, okay. So those are our drops. Uh, we'll move on to the next uh, category here in a second. But first, let's talk about Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em to Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you won't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. 500 bucks in cash, plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store goes to the winner. That is awesome. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com backslash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com backslash SGPN. All right. And with the NFL season right around the corner, don't forget. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game that's super simple to play. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. And when you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two to over 20 times the money you put in. And another reason I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where we can share picks, and it's always insanely fun to ride them out together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the hundred percent deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. 
Alrighty, let's get back into it here. So we talked about the drops. Next thing we're going to talk about is the sells, right? So we've got some sells. Uh, Gary, you want to start us off? Who's your first guy you want to sell this offseason? I'll start off with uh, Marcus Davenport. And it, realistically, I, the reason I'm starting with him is because I'm kind of in that mode for the last uh, six, seven months. I actually made a couple of trades this offseason where I actually traded him straight up for uh, another fellow that we're going to be talking about here in the buy list. But uh, in one league to our friend JJ, which like to mention JJ is doing some of these commercials and he's damn good at it. Go check him out at, at JJ winner with an E on Twitter. JJ's got a voice for radio, no doubt. No Davenport for you. I mean, there have been injury concerns. No doubt. The guy can't play a full season. Right. Yeah. I mean, he blew up for those few games last year, and I believe he's capable of it, but I just don't I don't trust it at this point. And I mean, and if it's a, a standard size league, I don't think that uh I, I don't think you're gonna miss out much in the long run. I just I've just given up on him. I, I think I'm gonna sell high, is what I think I'm doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you there. I mean, I in deeper leagues, I'm still taking my shots, but you know, they they did draft his replacement with um god, who was the guy they got last year? It's not uh, Peyton Turner. Um right, the, right. The, the the rookie, right? So they've mm -hmm. seen this. They've dealt with this for a few years now where he just mm -hmm. cannot give them even close to a full season. So they finally made a move on that and uh yep. draft drafted uh his replacement or Cameron Jordan's replacement, some mm -hmm. kind of depth for that line finally. So they, they're obviously concerned as well. Right. I'm not selling them for beans. Now, I actually, I might have in some people's view when we reveal this guy in a little bit, it might have seemed that way, uh, but there's a lot of upside in this other fella. And uh, I basically don't care. I mean, I, I'll take a little bit of a loss if I get what I want. Yeah, that's a great point you make there. And that's maybe a topic we should cover at some point. Trading is not about winning. Trading is about getting what you need and giving away what you need to, to get what you need. That's it, right? You're not going to win right. every trade. In yeah. fact, I, I, I will more, I, I will happily lose a bunch of trades to keep a good relationship going with my other league mates so that when the playoff run comes and I need those last couple pieces to make a good shot at the title, I can have that relationship where I could say, dude, you, you're close, but you're not going to do it this year. You right. know, let, let's right. make this happen. And it, and because I lost a couple of trades to them, they're more than willing to help. And, and the player pool is so vast now, especially in what we would consider a standard size. You can only really get any real IDP value, especially ver versus offensive players. If they're the top five guys or something, you know, they have to be the most valuable top dozen guys or after that you're not going to even come close to matching tier for tier yeah and that's that's a whole other art form too trading offense and idp and all that i'm, I'm sure we'll get into that at some point but right. uh yeah it's definitely an art form uh yeah i'm with you though i've got some concerns about davenport i i hope he can pull it together and have like a full season but I, i'll believe it when i see it all right, my first sell is going to be Jamal Adams. So Jamal Adams was going to be the safety one for the next half decade. Um, 
but then that's never happened, right? He was excellent on the Jets for a couple of years and had, you know, terrific tackle numbers and all kinds of splash plays. And even his first season, and I believe it was his first season in Seattle where he had the eight and a half sacks or whatever it was, he looked great, right? Like you were mm-hmm. getting a, a good mix of splash plays and tackle floor and pass breakups and everything. And it was, it was all beautiful, but then he shattered into a million pieces. He's not been able to give us a full season. His uh, pass defense grade has plummeted to 47.4. And what really kills him is the amount of blitzes he was sent on last year was exponentially less than what it has been the previous couple seasons. Um, If he's not blitzing and if he's not getting us those sacks, then he's not what we want him to be. Right. That's, right. that, that's what you pay for. You pay for 90 to 100 combined tackles plus five plus sacks. If you're not getting that, then it's safety. There's mm-hmm. there's there's no need to pay that much for a safety. <laughs> no, no. And, and this is one of those names, you know, sell high. And this is the kind of safety that's going to get you something. Right. Absolutely. You can sell this guy and get a King's ransom and uh, it's going to help you. And this is easily replaceable, especially the condition he's in right now. If a lot of your, a lot of people haven't caught on to where he is right now, where he's just like, uh, he's not, he's not what everyone thinks he is. Right. And if you can cash that in uh, now is the time for sure. Right. Even if he had a little bounce back this year, uh, there's always the year after that, just cash in. He's a DB. Right. And and then, you know, just a quick note on DBs. So in terms of safeties repeating in the top 12 each year, this position safety in particular mm-hmm. is one of the ones where it, it just never happens. Right. Like there are a few guys that you'll see in the top 12, top 24 year after year. And you've already heard us say their names because they're so rare. This is one of the highest turnover positions. So just assuming that Jamal Adams is going to be this great dude for a decade is insane. Like it's, you know, get out while you can. Yep, exactly. It's the same kind of thing with Quincy Williams for me and with the jets kind of, but what you're selling is what he did last year. Right. So, and this is like an emergency thing here, folks, because it's not going to be long and you're not going to have a sell window. So I advise you to do it now. They they've got a couple of guys that are second year. They've also just uh, signed known Alexander. He's real familiar with the system. He's fit right in. He's fit right in next to Mosley. And he's not running around taking late hits on quarterbacks. Right, right, absolutely. Yeah. So, the, so they got they got Alexander. They they got Quan. So they got a veteran now, right? Mm-hmm. And in last year, I read this. I'm not making this up. Part mm-hmm. of the reason why he played is because he's Quentin's brother. Seriously, I, I could believe it. it's probably written in the contract, like in the fine line, the back. <laughs> No, excuse me, Quinnen's brother. But but right. I'm I'm not kidding because uh-huh. their their record was so terrible. Uh, they needed something to put butts in seats, and that story was helping to sell games and wow. with TV ratings. I'm not even kidding. I read that as a story last year. I couldn't believe it. That that was because their season was swirling the toilet. They're not going to the playoffs. Right. They're they're they know they've got to yeah. right. It was right. that or, or Quincy Williams, and now we've got the brothers on the same field starting on defense, and it's a feel good story. He's a speedster, but I think that that was like perfect timing with this mistake he just made, the late hit. For the fact is he's he's playing out of control because he's playing behind. 
Yeah, I'm with you on this because because right now he's currently listed as the starter. But once Quan signed there, I, the writing was on the wall. It's mm-hmm. it's if they're even semi competitive this year, they're going to play Quan. Um, you know, the only reason I could see him playing significant snaps again is if their season's over and they're just you know tanking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, that's a good one. Uh, so my other sell is going to be Tay Crowder. So this is once again on the heels of last season. A lot of people forgot that Tay Crowder is not the linebacker to uh, manage or have on the Giants. It's Blake Martinez. Uh, mm-hmm. Blake Martinez blew his ACL or whatever it was first week of last year. Tay Crowder stepped in immediately, played every snap, every game the entire season, had ungodly numbers. But he's not Blake Martinez with a with a twenty eight. Uh, rush defense grade. That's terrible for an inside linebacker, 28, um, you know, and uh, 34 for pass defense grade. That's almost as bad. Uh, he's not good, right? He is right. not not good. Uh, so everyone's looking at last year's stats, assuming that he's the middle linebacker of the Giants and he's going to play every snap and drafting him with that in mind. I'm, I'm watching this happen in drafts as, you know, each week as we talk about this. Uh, So don't be fooled by that. Blake Martinez is the guy. If Crowder has a role, which I'm sure he'll have some kind of role, it'll be as that second linebacker that traditionally plays at most like 60% of snaps for the Giants. And that's not enough for where he's being drafted. (laughs) Yeah. If the Giants are smart, they don't do this again. They find somebody else. There has to be. Go get Anthony Hitchinson somebody Mm, (laughs) at least he can stop a run you know but either way i mean production by default counts folks in idp and we just gave you two examples from last year that you know perhaps on sleeper perhaps wherever uh the adp might show that these guys are being way overdrafted and uh if you're sitting on them get it and go Right. That that's what we're trying to accomplish with these yeah. first two topics here is if you got these guys, get out. <laughs> right. One way or the other. Right. We there will be more out there. Right. Even if it's not now, wait until week two, week three. There will right. be. Yeah. Yes, sir. All righty. So we got one more topic we're going to cover here. But first, I want to tell you about Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters. Small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to substantially source the greatest beans from around the world. So whether your friends call you a coffee snob or you just know when coffee tastes really perfect, Trade's Real Coffee experts personally taste over 450 roasts. They know exactly what to recommend for you. Because the truth is, what I like and what you like could be completely different. And you'll like specific coffees that are different from anyone else's tastes. So go, answer a couple questions, and you'll get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you'd like. Whole beans or ground coffee, however you want it brewed. Trade Coffee guarantees you'll love your first order or they'll replace it for free. Trade Coffee has delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee, and they have over 750,000 positive reviews. That's even more great news. Trade Coffee is now offering subscribers a total of $30 off your first order. Plus, you get free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com backslash SGP. So go get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com backslash SGP and let Trade Coffee find your favorite cup of coffee. That's drinktrade.com backslash SGP for 30 bucks off. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, 
Dave can help get you out of a pinch when you really need it. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money for you to fill your tank or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. So we're going to get back into it. And our last topic we're going to talk about is buys. Guys that we actually want. We've been talking about uh, blowing dudes out the airlock the last uh, couple segments. So let's talk about right. some guys we actually want now. Uh, Gary, who's your first guy? I'm, I'm just going to roll right out with Jordan Hicks. I liked his landing spot in Minnesota when he got there. So um, I actually wrote him up. I have no problem with him being there. Anthony Barr isn't any, there anymore. It's just him and Kendricks. Right. Do I expect Jordan Hicks to be a top-tier LB1 type? No, but I think that you might be able to get a reasonable purchase and be able to get him on your roster. So um, I really like his upside maybe more as a um, – I don't know. Depends how many linebackers you're starting. You know, if you're starting a, you know, just a couple, then he's probably just like a good depth. Right, right. And here's the thing. He's the Anthony Barr replacement. Barr traditionally was not an every week guy like Kendricks, mm -hmm. but he did have monster games. Yeah. You know, it's, it's possible. It's very possible that we get similar production here. And heaven forbid Kendricks goes down. Right. And if Kendricks goes down, forget it. All bets are off. And then Hicks is a monster. And we've seen Hicks have huge production before in Arizona. So this is completely doable. This is a good call. All right. My, my first guy is similar, actually, Nick Vigil. So I just read a couple of things today talking about how Zaven Collins over in Arizona is not coming along as fast as they'd like him to. And the game hasn't slowed down for him and he can't diagnose things and he's not ready for the green dot. And Arizona is a team that's going to compete for a wild card and the division this year. And uh, does that mean that they let their defense be called and captained by a second year guy that doesn't know what he's doing or a veteran that they just got on a deal to replace Jordan Hicks and Nick Vigil? I think they go with option number two. Um, I think Vigil plays and plays a lot this year and has really good numbers. You know, if maybe things go south, then they see what they got in Zavin and he takes over and they give him a shot. But if they're in the mix, why, why would they screw around? They're going to trust Vigil over him. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to go. And I'm sure you can buy Vigil like cheap. Very huh? cheap. Like waiver wire folks, yep. you know, so there, there's a definitely an advantage of jumping on this. By the time that you get everything rolling with your IDP off season, and then you get in the preseason, you got to be able to adjust. And that's why we're updating you on these folks, people, either it's good or it's bad or whatever. We're just being blunt with you. These players need to be paid attention to one way or the other. Right, right. No one loves no one likes to hear this because we're all, you know, fantasy Twitter's obsessed with their drafts and blah 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 blah. That's like 1% of winning a title in the modern fantasy game. It 99% is adjusting in week 
making your waivers, making your moves, paying attention, setting your lineups, staying on top of things, having a routine uh, and being consistent. That is how you win these days. It is not the draft. Exactly. Let's see, these are actually, again, some people that I'm kind of updating because I've covered them over this past year, even in the last year. But how about I just draw, jump right into the stunner with Aiden Hutchinson? Oh, you're a rookie for Gary? A rookie. I am buying my... Now, I'm thinking I'm thinking dynasty buy. Okay. But, okay. I, but I'll tell you what. I mean, if I can get him for a reasonable price, I think that as long as I had another decent depth guy, I could go in with him being my DL2 and just kind of ride that first week or two. Again, knowing that I either had depth player that should be a solid guy, they're out there, or picking somebody up off the waiver wire. You know, this you're not the only one that does this. So that's, uh, you know, if anyone's heard of Joey the Tooth, I, we have, but th- this mm-hmm. is a strategy he likes in redraft as well, is if he can't get those top-tier defensive ends, he'll wait and grab a rookie like Aiden Hutchinson because in redraft, this guy's going to cost nothing. He mm-hmm. in, di- in Dynasty, you're going to have to sell your firstborn child. But right. in, in redraft, nothing. <laughs> right. And he already displayed what he could, you know, he's capable of. So oh, you yeah. You might as well dip into that pool now. I mean, I, I'm a little bit more convinced than on what I was a couple of weeks ago. So Right, right. Um, that preseason but, game, I, I, know, I know you saw some of that. He blew up that run in the backfield mm-hmm. and had some good pressures and yeah. looked uh, looked pretty good. It is preseason, folks. Yeah, yeah, he looks good. I'm with you on that one. Yep. My, my uh, second buy is going to be Jordan Whitehead. So Jordan Whitehead was productive, consistent, played a bunch of snaps, uh, was an actually good football player uh, on Tampa Bay where the competition for tackles was insane, insane. Now he goes to the Jets where he's just got C.J. Mosley to deal with, and really that's it. And, you know, he is the safety to have there. He He's the guy. He's going to have a ton of production. He's does not cost much. A lot of people haven't translated this in their brain boxes yet. Um you know, who else is there? It's not going to be Elijah O'Reilly. That was just an injury thing last year. Ashton Davis will probably be the other starter, but he's nothing special. Uh, I yep. think White Whitehead is in position to have excellent, excellent production this year. I mean, he could be a top five easy. I mean, this he might actually fulfill the Marcus May prophecy and finish off what they've really needed because I mean and the guy's only 26 27 I mean he's still young he's still in his prime and he's got nothing but young guys following him I think there might be one older gentleman on there but I can't remember and I don't think that he'll be coming into play so it doesn't (laughs) matter if I forgot his name But either way, Jordan Whitehead has to be, oh, man, what top four IDP jet to own. Oh, easy. It's it's like him, CJ, Quinn and Williams. I really can't think of another one. (laughs) <laughs> I guess I'm giving Alexander a little credit and putting the horse before the carriage. Yeah, because yeah, Whitehead's going to have that role all season. Quincy is going to get the rug pulled out from under him at some point. Yeah, there's not a lot of support around him. Mm-mm. I'm not buying Carl Lawson either, still. Yeah, that. Yeah, I've never really been into that experiment, but everyone likes to, to do it each year. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, each year. 
Uh, let's go give an update here on a can of Cameron Bynum up there with uh, the Vikings. Uh, we just actually covered the redraft rankings of the rookies this year. And um, Sin definitely, you know, like it, like we explained, rookies should be treated as a luxury. And, and that whole redraft IDP uh, ranking was you know, with the intentions that if you were going to swing through the Hail Mary, that these were the guys that's going to make it there by positional value more than anything. Unfortunately, Sin has found himself right now firmly behind Bynum from what I've seen uh, by camp reports. Now, that's not to say that he won't overtake, but right now, if you can get Bynum, if you had Sin, you can go get Bynum and, and kind of back your play. Yep. Um, if you're looking for a guy, hey, there's a few options. If he blows up for the first two to three weeks, you know, and say he does kind of give side to sin, then you've got a little bit of trade value. Possibly, I'm not really sure. You know, uh, it'd be worth it, but I am still buying again because he's probably on most waiver wires. So only yep. thing it's going to cost me is a click. That's right. That is right. And and here's the thing. A, a lot of dynasty leagues, I got sign Lewis sign and I backed it up with Bynum because he was just floating on waivers. He did not have value right. in, until, you know, we started to see in camp that he'll probably be the starter towards right. the start, start of the season here. So there's no reason not to just, it's like insurance. Right. Yeah. And a little bit of background. He came in last year, played for Harrison Smith when he was down and just rocked. He just, went nuts. Yeah, th this former cornerback out of California, he just he just blew it up, and it yep. took. They noticed, and that's basically why Xavier Woods was expendable, and right. allowed to move on. You know, I mean, they didn't really necessarily need him, and they got a hold of Sin here in the draft, of course, to get depth. Not saying Sin special. I do think that you know, especially down the road, there's going to be a role. But uh, I mean, he he's got to he's got to fight off Bynum, and Bynum's tearing him up right now. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it costs you nothing. It's a good move. I'm with you. Yep. Mm -hmm. Speaking of costing nothing, Julian Love. A lot of people and shout out um, the young king, uh, Commissioner Evan, for pointing this out. And uh, I had him on one of my podcasts a couple weeks ago. Uh, okay, so Xavier McKinney is the safety we all talk about on the Giants. Who who else is playing safety for the Giants this year? Uh, they had drafted some rookie, but he got hurt. So I'm not really sure. Brandon something possibly, but I think that uh, I think he got hurt. I'm not even sure what his practice status is, though. I think the, it was the third, fourth rounder possibly. Well, that is the answer, right? No one knows. And the current depth charts all have Julian Love listed, and he costs nothing. So take a stab. If he ends up being the other starter, great. If not, then whatever. It, it costs you one more mouse click to fire him back out the door. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> exactly. I think we've used the turn out the airlock. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's from yeah. uh, Battlestar Galactica. But right, yes, that right. uh, doesn't cost you much to, to take a stab. And if you're right, You've got a full-time starting safety for nothing. Like, that's yeah. And if not, you got replacements. So right. they're all over the waiver wire, folks. Yep. And we already mentioned EJ Speed last week, but it's the same deal there. He still mm -hmm. costs nothing. And and we, but the difference is with EJ Speed, you know, you're getting a few weeks out of him be, because they're not going to start uh, Leonard right away. So you, you know, you're getting something. I'm buying into the speed a little bit. 
who knows if I don't miss another draft pick. <laughs> Maybe give him a go. And I did. Uh, that's all right. It, yeah, that's all right. You'll recover in waivers. I know yeah. you will. My last buy. I got two buys still. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Travis Gibson. Oh, okay. right. Yep. Right. So uh, Bears, I, I know Quinn's back. I don't care. I'm still buying Trevor Gibson because uh, if anything, his ADP has probably slid, slid down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the guy is primed, getting ready to continue what he had started last year. So he, he's ready to go. And that's who I actually traded uh, Davenport for, Marcus Davenport, when we was talking about him. Um, I, I, I traded our buddy JJ for him just straight up. And I, I, I mean, the value clearly was more in Davenport here's how it happened is I took over a orphan team, right? Yeah. And, and I took over an orphan team. I like changing things up and Davenport's there. So out the airlock. Yeah. <laughs> love, love it. He, you're, you're right though. He did have flashes last year and mm-hmm. there, there is another role there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, who's going to step in there. And as a luxury, I did have some depth, some depth came on this roster. So, it, hmm. it was like a no-brainer for me when I, I went head hunting for him. It just happened to be J.J. had him. Nice, nice. So, yeah, my apologies. I know you do have one more. Let me get my last one out of the way here. So my last buy is Cody Barton. So Cody Barton is this year's Jordan Brooks because Jordan Brooks is this year's Bobby Wagner. With mm-hmm. uh, Wagner leaving and going to the Rams, that opens his old position to Jordan Brooks. With Jordan Brooks moving up, Cody Barton moves in. A lot of people thought the Seahawks would make a move to replace uh, that other inside linebacker slot in the draft. They did not. And uh, Barden's locked and loaded as the other starter. And if we even get a fraction of what Jordan Brooks gave us last year, at uh, Barton's current cost, which is nothing, um, you know, you're getting a ton of production. So there's nothing not to like there. Right. No reason to buy in. Um, I bought in myself earlier this offseason just for the swing. And lo and behold, they have not signed any veterans or nothing, nothing standing in his way. I did see a report about Adams apparently playing some weak side uh, linebacker a little bit. That could uh, happen. You're right. That could happen. Yeah. But <laughs> in general, again, this is a guy you're getting for beans. Um, if you're not paying beans or off the waiver wire, don't be going there really to begin with. Uh, when it comes to that, basically, I look at it is Adams better know how to play the weak side linebacker because if they have an injury at the linebacker position, they're screwed at the weak yeah. side linebacker. Right. Probably are right now. I'm not expecting pretty production out of Cody Barton. I'm expecting production by default, personally. Yeah, which is fine. In IDP, that yes. works. Yep. yep. All right. And now we got your last guy. All right, let's go with, hopefully I pronounce this correctly, Jonathan Greenard, defensive lineman for Houston, uh, defensive edge for for some leagues. But uh, I've been on this guy since last year, wrote about him during the season last year with the start-sit charts, as some of you might know me for. And then uh, he was right on the uh, first sleeper list, I believe I wrote, or breakout potential list. Uh, right after the first of the year. And so I'm just kind of recapping. The guy is tearing it up. 
His ADP, I think, is way too low. I think I think we're going to see a lot of production out of him. If you can get your claws on him, I definitely advise you to do that. He might be catching on the news. This is what it is. The training camp news is really caught up. So basically what I'm doing with him, I'm confirming he's good to go, folks. Go for it. Everybody else knows now or soon will. Yeah, and this was something that those of us that are deep in the weeds in IDP caught on to last year when he had that hot streak of like literally a month plus of just mm-hmm. go, going crazy. And a lot of us grabbed him in waivers then for our dynasty leagues and have held on tight, uh, myself included. And yeah, seeing these training camp reports and um, just knowing that there isn't much else pass rush rise on the Texans as well um, really just kind of solidifies that, that he's locked and loaded. And uh, that's a beautiful thing. All righty. So those were some goodbyes for you. But uh, before we sum things up, let's talk about the Discord server. This is the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash discord and get on in there. Sweat bets with all the fellas. Football season's coming. I will be sweating some bets myself. So I'm looking forward to getting in there. All right. Last thing we're going to talk about this week is uh, we like to, you know, kind of tidy things up with a little bit of a random topic each week. And we got a little list we're going through. I wanted to talk about this week. uh, What is a flash in the pan? And then where do I find snaps? Why do they matter? Right. So for me, I've used this term a lot in my articles in the past. A flash in the pan is a guy that doesn't play much. But the few snaps or handful of snaps he did play, he did something nutty with it. Um, a good example of this might be, Jesus, who's that uh, Falcons linebacker that had the pick six last year, but he only played like four snaps. Oh, um, and, yeah, you remember, you know it. what I'm talking about? Well, yep. I mean, yeah, but that's why we can't remember his name. Right, exactly, because right. he only played four snaps. Right. And a lot of people went to waivers and grabbed them. They're like, oh, this guy had a pick six, and that's mm-hmm. incredible production. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, Foyer is the starter. Dion's the starter. Mm-hmm. There is no third linebacker. This this guy literally just, like, gave someone a breather and came in. Uh, that is a flash in the pan, right? right? Snaps lead to production. If they don't play enough, they're not going to produce enough. Even if they do manage to somehow produce one week, two week, three weeks in a row with less than ideal playing time, statistically and over the course of time, it is going to catch up to you, right? right that is right. that is why I don't have a lot of Patriots. That's why I don't have a lot of Dolphins because the playing time is not consistent. There isn't enough of it. You right. need got you need um, volume in defense just as much as you need volume in offense, and the volume from defense comes from just being on the field. <laughs> right. And, you know, I tell people, because when we started talking about snap counts, folks, that's deeper. And we are going to start advancing a little faster. Now that I'm full time over at SGPN, to follow that up, I mean, you don't have to go necessarily if you're getting into this and look, just, just pay attention. Before you go picking up a guy off of waiver wire, if he only did it for one week, how desperate are you? Right. Open up his player profile card, whatever that is. Everyone I've ever seen, it shows them what the guy just did. If he did it one week, ah, what are you doing? Put the guy back. Right. It's no, it, it's it, no it, good. It's like it's it's too small. 
it, right. You need a good sample size. You always talk about the three week rule. There are mm-hmm. times when that gets trumped, but that we'll tell right. you about that when that happens. Like right. if, if, if uh, example, when Blake Martinez blew out his ACL or whatever it was last year, we knew Tay Crowder was the next guy up. We knew that he was going to play every snap every week. We didn't need to wait three weeks to see that. We told you to go get him immediately because that was locked and loaded for the rest of the season. I generally though, we do want to see a trend. We do want to see that they're going to play enough and they're going to be productive enough for us to make a move before we make that move. Uh, either way, we're going to let you guys know what's going on so you don't have to worry about it. I'm going to look exactly. at the snap. We're, we're going to look at the snaps for you, but it is an, an additional thing to cross reference before you go after these guys. And Sleeper has their snaps, their number of snaps they play every week in their player card. It's, it's sitting right there. The average number of defensive snaps for a team each week is between like 60 and 80 generally, right? If you right. go look at the player card and you see 55, 55, 55, 59, 62, you know that guy's playing almost every snap every week. He's good to go. Pick him up. You're locked and loaded. Yep. So just something to think about. We're just, you know, trying to ease you guys a little bit more towards the uh, the deep end of the pool here. Um so that's it. That's all I got. Next week, we're going to talk about what, Gary? Well, I'll tell you. I mean, people might be a little bit disappointed for this episode because I had said last episode we would be doing those rookie dynasty rankings. But, folks, I had to sit back and I look at the time of the year. I'm going to ask you, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, check out the fantasy football pull down in search those articles there's plenty of them there we got great content coming out over there so make sure you check out all that great content and you know everything else that they got to offer right and and you know you guys should know like we're we're not just on autopilot with this like we've got a general structure in mind but we're adjusting as things come up like the the roquan the darius stuff when that came out we stopped what we were doing and added a segment for that um if if we're gonna make sure that we're giving you the best stuff possible to get you ready for the season and then during the season we're gonna make sure you got exactly what you need to make the best moves possible to win your freaking leagues that's it Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you all next week. Make sure you head on over to the SGPN merch shop and get all that great sports content and more at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Gary, good talking. See you next Wednesday.